Thank you guys for having us on, by the way. Hey, of course. Thank you for being here. No, it's our, our right. pleasure. You know, Are we, I, we, we have fun when we talk, so. Yeah. Are we ready to begin this shoe? Make it so. I'm Fanta- ready to go. Make it so. I was going to say, engage. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you check out all of our back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. Engage with us on social media at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, and most importantly, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us a nice five-star review. We would love please, to appease the algorithm please, please, gods. Please. Pretty please. Daddy's trying to get a a sponsor so we can do this five days a week and not worry about bills anymore. All right. Exactly. All right. Tonight is a very special show. Hi, Patty. Hello. So really big shoe. Really it's big a really shoe. big shoe. And only about like two percent of the audience know who actually said it. It's a really big <laughs> right? shoe. <tonight. laughs> God damn it. Getting old sucks. Anyway. Oh, but anyway, so to the AARP crowd who got that Ed Sullivan reference, thank you very much for hanging in. Your soft banana apple pie is waiting for you in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of weeks ago and and a little bit last week, we, we started a conversation about peak TV. So and and peak TV being the absolute saturation point of too much content, too many channels, all of this and and fighting for your brain space and your viewing time. So we we wanted to bring a couple of people on tonight to talk about peak TV and and get their opinions on it. So Patty, who do we have with us tonight? We have Larry and George. Hi Larry and George. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us on. Tell us all about your show. Uh, George and I are co-hosts of the Friday Free For All, which can be found uh, every other Friday night. Um, we just re- we just uh, did our live show for this week. Um, we just finished it up before we came on here. Uh, so every other Friday night at uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, if you're interested in finding out when our show is, um, search for Interweb Radio on Facebook and uh, you can see, you can like us there, follow us there and you'll get no show notifications anytime we go live. Perfect. Cool. We've been on their show. So we had them come on our show so we could all talk about our peak TV. So let's begin by asking you guys individually and whoever goes first, I'll, I'll do it like the Joker in the dark night. We're in for a aggressive expansion, but there's only room for one. So fight it out. <laughs> Which subscription services do each of you have? Let's begin there. Uh, I, I have quite a few, and some of them are uh, well. I mean, so I have the standards. I have uh, Netflix. I have Hulu. I have um, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, but I also have HBO Max, Disney Plus. Uh, I also have High Dive and Crunchyroll. But those are pretty much anime exclusive. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. I used to have more anime stuff like uh, 
I used to have uh, Funimation and mm-hmm. another one that escapes me at the moment. But I got rid of Funimation because, well, frankly, it sucked. And they had the same stuff as Crunchyroll. So I'm like, why am I paying twice? Get out of here. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've heard of the Crunchyroll one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I have access to Netflix, Amazon Prime. I have Disney Plus and the whole bundle there with Hulu and ESPN Plus. I have... Uh, I have access to Paramount Plus. You know, too many of these things are named Plus. And they're all um, Plus now, yeah. They're all, yeah. We talked about <laughs> but, that, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I also have, uh, you know, I also have access to the Peacock, and I have access to Pluto TV uh, through my cable provider. I'm the last guy on my block who still has actual cable television in his house. So in addition to the streaming services I have. Now, is that, it, and, I, and I'm not trying to sound obtuse or anything like that, but is that a joke or, or are your neighbors all cutting their cable and just doing streaming services? I'm going to go six of one, half dozen of another. I'm one of the older guys on the block. And so I'm going to say that probably 50 50, our streamers and 50 50 still might have some form of cable in their house. I still like going to regular HBO and watching TV the old fashioned way. So I keep. I keep some of those, and because I have HBO, I get the HBO Max included, so it didn't make sense to drop one for the other. I get them both anyway. Um, so I, I keep what I have in that in that instance. You know, I'm definitely looking at ways I can cut back. And, and just to refresh, Patty, you've got practically everything, right? I have everything. I have Dish Network, and then that's my, my cable, and then I have all of the things... I've got Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, Paramount, Apple TV Plus, Amazon Prime. Um, I've got AMC Plus, Discovery Plus, and then I also subscribe to Vicky. Okay. And then what all of that? the free ones are available. What's Vicky? Did somebody? Yes. What is Vicky? Vicky is where I get all my Korean dramas when I don't find them on Netflix. Ah, it's okay. Asian TV dramas. They might have some anime. I haven't actually looked for it. But they also have Asian movies. Um, and that's Japan, Korea, China. Okay. They might have Thailand, maybe. You know, I, I haven't I haven't really paid too much attention about like the country of origin. What it is you're watching is is irrelevant because it's all sort of uh, is it is it dubbed or is it just subtitles? no it's it's uh they crowdsource their subtitles so they have teams that volunteer to subtitle things and in this what i like about vicky is in the subtitles they will give context of what this particular translation is like if it's a saying that doesn't really translate well into english they'll explain it in there oh okay which so is like, what like i like because the... yeah uh and they, they also subtitle all the music. Like, they give you the lyrics of the song in the background, which when I'm just watching it on Netflix and they don't tell me what those lyrics are, mm-hmm. I'm missing a whole other level of this drama because those songs are so relevant to what's going on on screen. Which oh, I was like, like, it's like a whole character vanished from this play. Yeah, almost. Got yeah, it. It's, it's really kind of neat. So, I, so that's like, what I like they, about Vicky. They explain idioms to you. Yeah, they'll explain some of that. Interesting. And like in Korean, uh, you've got um, a jushi and opa. And those are like terms that really don't totally translate into English. Opa is is kind of like your bro- like a woman 
would say to her brother, but an older man, like her boyfriend, could be her opa as well. And a Jushi okay. is like, a, it's like saying uncle, but it's not necessarily your uncle. It's just like an old man. And a Juma could mean grandma. It could mean old lady. But it's, like it's a symbol. Yeah, it's an honorific that is kind of universally used, but not not translatable into English if you don't understand it. And mm. so I like how they they explain some of that. And then I Googled some more. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Okay. Because in Netflix, it's just here's words. And in one of the shows, they just kept having this guy that was didn't look like he was vastly younger than this girl. They looked pretty much the same age, but they kept translating it to say old lady every time he talked to her. And in Korean, he was saying, like, a Juma. And I'm like, I mean, why is he calling her an old lady all the time? She's not an old. She is not old. And then I realized Netflix is terrible sometimes with their translations. Or maybe so, it was kind of like a, a biker gang kind of thing. You know, hey, this is my old lady. <laughs> no, that is uh, yeah, not at it. all. That is not at all what he was. That is not at all. How I'm envisioning, I'm envisioning like, like a, like a, 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 a period piece drama. And you're thinking it's a biker gang. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, it was a modern day thing. And uh, he was maybe two years younger than her. And he remembered her from school. So he was being an honorific of she's older than me, so sh she gets my respect. But he wasn't actually calling her old lady. Got it. Yeah. So anyway, that's Vicky. That's what Vicky's all about. Okay. Oh, so, and I forgot Curiosity Stream. Sorry. Oh, yes, I've heard of that one. So in all of this... And and I and I and I guess I'm asking these questions because that will eventually lead to the discussion that we're going to have. How many hours a week do you guys watch TV? Officially, or when I'm at work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I would probably say a week. I would probably say forty hours. Oof. Because when I'm in my office, uh, I have an office by myself now. So while I'm working, I will like I just finished up the season of Star Trek Picard um, this week while I was working at work. I was doing my work and I was kind of watching it, you know, half watching it, half working, that kind of stuff. So um, I get I get a chance there. I don't do it all the time, but I do it sometimes. But, you know, I watch a little bit when I come home at night, a little bit, you know, I fall asleep to the TV sometimes. Yeah, I would probably say that that's a fair that's a fair number, maybe okay. a little less. Yeah. All right, George. Um, I mean, I guess I probably watch maybe around two or three hours during the day, maybe maybe two or three hours after. Let's say six, so probably about 42 hours, probably about 42 hours a week of watching okay. my media. Um, at night, I can't watch something because then I won't fall asleep, but I will listen to uh, an audio book, but that isn't count i don't think for what we're talking about here no not for the sake of what we're gonna talk about right and i and i guess the reason that i ask is and and just to give you guys background i have kind of everything that patty said except replace the the satellite tv with regular old comcast i have netflix hulu amazon paramount plus apple tv uh, did I say Hulu? Um, 
you know, the big three and then a couple here and there. And I and I guess I watch TV like watch TV, not just have it on mm-hmm. as background while I'm cooking or anything like that, because that would increase my hours. I'm talking about regularly engaged for this show, watching it, paying attention to review it. Mm-hmm. Probably about 10 to 15 hours. And 10 to 15 hours, meaning I could really enjoy a show and want to see it through to its conclusion or trying to find new stuff to talk about. So, okay. my, quest- so my question to all of you is, and, and I... And I and I guess I start with you, uh, Larry. Do you feel like you have to watch at work to keep up with the amount of content that's out there? Knowing full well that if you just made a list, you could just go back to it at any time. Or is or do you want to consume all the content at once? I found when I first, like when... Like when I first got Netflix and stuff, um, a lot of times when a series comes out, if I like it, I can sit there and binge watch. But I'm also finding more and more now that I'm I'm okay with the I'll watch an episode or two and come back to it later. I don't know if I'm answering your question completely, but uh, I don't feel like I have to watch. It was just a matter of um, I was really interested when I'm really interested in finding out where the story is going and I can make an app, you know, I can work it into what I'm doing at work. I don't mind doing it. If I'm, if it's something I have to concentrate on, you know, if obviously work takes precedence. If I, if I can't concentrate on what I'm doing, I turn it off so I can concentrate. I don't feel like I need to watch it work, but sometimes it's just nice to have the, the noise, you know, and, and the thing going on in the background, if okay. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. I guess what I'm asking is, with all with all of the amount of content and all of the channels that we all watch and consume on at least a semi-regular basis is there room for any more i don't think there's enough room right now for everything i want to watch like there's you know like going to paramount in the star trek universe there's three or four star trek shows i haven't even turned on Discovery, Strange New Worlds, Lower Deck. I haven't been uh, I haven't been any of those. I haven't started any of those simply because I don't have time to invest to begin in them. Um, but then now um, my wife, when she watches, she's big into like the Below Deck franchise. Mm-hmm. She'll get up early on Thursday mornings to see the um, Peacock exclusive version that's from Australia. To make sure she sees the new episode as soon as it comes out. Um, so, but she has, they have a, a little group at work who all watch it and then they like discuss it over lunch. So she wants to make sure she's up to date. It's almost like book club. Um, Interesting. All right. Yeah. But like for me, it's like there are certain things I want to watch as they happen. And then there's things that like when I have time, I tune them in. Um, but there's almost there are sometimes where I think there's too much that I want to watch that I haven't got that I just don't have time to sit down and go to Netflix or go to here or go to there to watch it. I just can't fit it all in if that makes sense. Like um, 
they uh, Netflix released the last episodes of Grace and Frankie, and I'm a huge fan of that show, hmm. and I haven't watched but half of what they've released, and they've been out for well over a week now. The first season, I watched the whole thing in one day, but this this current season, it's like I watched two episodes when the day they came out. I watched another episode a couple of days later, but between things I have going on and other things I'm watching and stuff, I don't feel that need to go and watch, to binge watch it like like you used to, if that okay. makes sense. No, yeah. completely. George, what about you? Um, I find that most of my consumption during my workday is mostly YouTube because I can sort of listen to it in the background and kind of ignore it. I don't have to pay attention. Um, the stuff that I really pay attention to and or really like are i mean i'm i'm big into mcu so uh, I, i'll consume anything mcu so uh for example uh, moon knight i watched uh i watched that show i as, as soon as all the all the uh episodes were available i, I pretty much just sat down and watched all of them in one sitting mm-hmm. um so, but there's, a, but I, that is kind of one of the things I like about Disney Plus, for example, because I really did enjoy watching an episode of Mandalorian and then waiting for the next week to see the next episode. Um, uh, and, and the same for a Book of Fett, right? So it's kind of hard to say. I, I mean, I consume it. I will binge. A, a, lot, a lot of the stuff that I do binge is sort of like um, true crime uh, documentaries, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, you know, like the Unabomber thing or uh, uh, stuff about uh, Ted Bundy, stuff about uh, other psychos. But um, movie-wise, I actually had this weird experience today. Like, I wanted to see... I wanted to see uh, Equalizer 1 and maybe Equalizer 2 afterward. So I went looking for them in my uh, plethora of uh, stuff that I have. And the, the only place I found it was I'd have to rent it or buy it from Amazon. That's the only place I could find it. And I was annoyed by that because I'm like, the amount of money I spend every month for all of this and I can't watch this one movie that I just ha- had a hankering to watch annoyed me mm-hmm. but um, I don't know I-, I feel like it's become very diffuse I remember when Netflix had pretty much everything and if it wasn't on Netflix you just had to kind of wait maybe a couple of months and it'll eventually get there uh, Hulu was more TV Netflix was more movies but I mean we're talking about that was a decade ago Right, it's been yeah. almost ten years since yeah. I've had, I haven't had cable in almost a decade. Wow. So, then, and and I find that there there are just times when I either have to focus on one specific streaming source, mm-hmm. or or just you know hop around like I used to cha- get up and actually change the knob on the TV to change channels. So in all of that, are you willing to jettison something 
to build more hours back in your viewing time? Or is there FOMO and you want to keep everything just to have the option of doing it, even though there is a likelihood that you might not? I feel like there's so much available to you that FOMO seems unreasonable. Like, in, in my opinion, like, I don't have access to any of the Star Trek stuff because I don't have that. I don't have uh, a peacock. I'm comfortable with that. Paramount. Uh, because what I'll eventually do is um, I'll, I'll eventually get, let's say, tired of high dive or tired of crunch roll, and I'll cancel that. And then I'll get peacock. Uh, but I'm, no, I'm not willing to have more than what I have now all at the same time. Uh, you know, like I, I feel like what I have now is a little excessive, to be honest. That's, you know, that's how I feel about it. I, I probably have too much. What I should do is probably get rid of, um, uh, uh, at the very least, get rid of Hulu. I almost never watch Hulu at this point. Okay. Uh, but, you know, but I, yeah, I, I can totally agree with that. I've, I don't think I've watched ESPN Plus. And I only the only thing I've ever really watched on Hulu is Animaniacs because my wife Seal likes it. Um, I'm not a big I'm not a big user of those two, but they're bundled in with my Disney. And when I got Disney Plus, I got a discount because of my phone service, so I didn't mind. Um, that's changed now, and I just haven't gone ahead and canceled the bundle because there are things that come up on those services where it's like, okay, maybe I will do that. Um, so really I could see myself in the future bouncing around from, from service to service, kind of like George was talking about, but right now it's like, I don't have to pay for Peacock cause I get it with the cable service. I don't have to pay for HBO max cause I pay for HBO. So those ones, it's, those ones are like freebies and the other ones, you know, I take advantage of the discounts when they come up, but I'm kind of happy with what I have. You know, I like to have the access. And so far, nothing nothing that's moved off of Netflix has gone anywhere where I can't get it if I want it. So I'm if anything if there were any other ones I would pr- pull the plug on, sometimes I wonder if Netflix would be the would be at the top I, of the I list. I debated that actually with Patty a couple of shows ago. Mm-hmm. Just because of the the high level of mediocrity sometimes on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good enough to entertain a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some amazing stuff on Netflix. Don't get me wrong. There is some amazing original content on Netflix. But because they grew so fast, especially because of the pandemic, we're now getting a lot of content on there that is just good enough. Like, I can't, you know, I can't tell you what some of them are called. I might be able to recall who might be in it. But does that mean that I would recommend it? I I might or I might not, depending on whether or not I remember it or not. Yeah, I mean, the Karate Kid thing. Oh, that was awful. I I mean, I really liked Karate Don't even get me started on that piece of shit. I really wanted to love it is is what hurts me the most. I I wanted to love it, and I gave it like six episodes in before I gave up. And that's a Although, lot of time to put into something that you want to love, but you're just like, eh. 
that show technically is a YouTube red show that then was grabbed by Netflix and continued because it didn't start from Netflix. It started on the YouTube red. Yeah. And I, and I, and I guess I had that for a really short period of time because Dwight wanted to see that karate kid crap. Uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes. It only yes. existed for Cobra a little Kai bit. Of time, and, so. and see, I enjoyed season one. As a matter of fact, I enjoyed season one so much that I refused to watch any subsequent season. Oh, and I and I and I say that out of for two reasons, not to not to get too much into the weeds with that, mm-hmm. but I do it because I don't want subsequent lesser seasons to interfere with my perception of what I really, really liked, which was season one. And two, there's far too much more to watch sometimes than season four or five of a streaming show that will be there. It is popular enough that it will be there living in some algorithm somewhere that I can access at any time. And so that brings me to my next thing, which is the weekly drop versus a complete dump so that you can binge. I actually dig sometimes watching with my girlfriend the weekly drop. Because we're watching Moon Knight or we're watching an episode of Top Chef on Bravo or whatever. But because we don't have to feel the need to binge six or seven episodes, we actually build in more time to consume more stuff. It Because, you know, then we'd have to wait another week for another Mandalorian. All right. That's yeah. cool. So how do all of you feel about that? The weekly binge versus just the whole dump. Or the weekly, you know, drop versus the whole binge. I mean, I I think that uh I think that it kind of depends on your uh habits and whether there's a social component or not. So if I'm just by myself watching something then yeah, I'll, I'll take the dump because I can just watch one and then the next one and the next one, maybe stop for half an hour, take a, a, you know, take a shower, have a sandwich, come back and watch the rest. That's fine. But if I'm sharing the experience with someone else, I prefer the, you know, once a week experience because then you can sort of make a, 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 you know, make a little event of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was supremely helpful during the pandemic for me and Kelly. Because uh, it, it made us feel like we had something to look forward to. Mm. So I would say to that, I'm still a big fan of the network programming schedule where like every Wednesday at eight o'clock, you can turn on ABC and you get to see an episode of the Connors. You know, I, I still like watching my TV in that way. Um I'm not against binging, you know, you wake up early on a Saturday and you, you watch three or four episodes of something. Um, I'm not against that. I like that sometimes, but I kind of like when it's like, okay, I got to tune in at this time or on this day to see the new episode and it's only going to give me one. And then I got to tune in in a week and I got to watch the next one. I kind of like that. I kind of prefer watching that way because then I get to, I get to think about it. I get to, you know, you get to think about the experience a little bit and what you saw and how you feel about it because your opinion on everything changes after you've had time to digest it. So I like the fact that 
I like it when I can when things are broken down week by week. I don't always want to binge everything. I'm torn because some shows I have to know what's going on because they cliffhanger it and you're like, I can't wait because I'm going to forget when this show usually drops and where the hell it is because I have everything and there are too many things and and then there's somewhere I'm like, I'm cool with it. Like I gotta I gotta stew with that for a little bit. Because I don't, I don't know what was going on there, and that was crazy. And I'll come back, you know, that kind of a thing. Like, Better Call Saul. I am so far behind because that's once a week, and it's on my Dish Network, and it's in my DVR, and I maybe I'll get to that. I don't know. But I got it this final season, and I love that show. It's just, where am I going to fit it in with everything else? So, So would you all then... As as I'm thinking about this, would you all then take a piece of paper and make your own TV schedule based on the channels that you have and the shows that you watch on those streaming channels? So like having your own personal TV guide so that on Wednesdays you can, you know, watch X, Y and Z and then have that be that. I suppose. You know, that's an interesting thought. I've never really thought about it. I feel it like that that's way, where it's like I could more work <laughs> than TV should be. But yeah, in- I'm a more more of an organic observer of television. I, I because it's like I want to watch something, and then I sort of go, okay, do I want to watch true crime? Do I want to want to watch anime? Do I want to watch? What do I want to watch? What's been dropped recently that I remember? from last week. So I'm like, oh, hey, there's another episode of some anime that I want to watch. I'm like, oh, okay, yes. So skeleton, you know, a powerful skeleton, blah, 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 is coming out, came out probably yesterday. Let me check what that new episode looks like. But I I suppose a schedule would make the decision easier, but it also seems like a lot of work. And it's it's true. And I'm not saying that (laughs) that it's not, because yes, I like absorbing things organically too. But part of my issue with peak TV right now is, first of all, remembering what's being promoted. There are a couple of ways that things are promoted. So if you go to Netflix or some other channels and you just happen to scroll on the little window icon or something and something plays, that's its way of jumping up and saying, ooh, hey, watch me, watch me. Now, sometimes on those channels, and I watch a lot of Hulu because that's a way for me to catch up on broadcast TV shows. Because I, I don't watch it when it comes on, like the Connors or anything like that. I know that eventually it's going to end up on Hulu, at least some of it. So I just go there and binge it. But in, in all of this, in wanting things to be organic, and one thing that Patty and I were, were talking about was something has to scream sometimes so loudly for me to pay attention that it drowns out the noise of the hundred other things that drop in a week. Or I do have to make a mental note and say, all right, damn it, I'm just going to watch this, and this is what it's going to be. I know I have all these other shows on the back burner, and I'm just going to watch this. So it kind of all falls apart without at least some structure to it. And so that leads me back to peak TV. 
being so much to watch, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know what to do. Yeah, because last year, there were 599 original scripted series. That doesn't include all the movies that came out on to watch on your TV. That's just the script original scripted TV series, 599. Now, is that between broadcast That's TV and streaming? That's, That's through every portal. Mm -hmm. Is there is there a breakdown of of a genre? Uh, maybe if you Google somewhere, it. because it's like I, I sometimes I bump into a situation where I'm like, all right, well, this anime isn't coming out till tomorrow. I don't, and so I'm like, all right, so uh, what do I want to watch? And I'll end up doom scrolling through Netflix for half an hour before I decide <laughs> to give up on Netflix yeah. because I'm like, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that seen that i've seen that haven't seen that i don't want to see it i have seen that i've seen that it's like fuck all right well let me move on to the next thing so i end up on hulu or i end up on something and it just and, and i've i've sometimes i have in fact spent two hours looking for something that i want to see and it's the weirdest experience because it's like there's so much i could choose but i'm like this has 40 episodes do I really want to start this, mm -hmm. or or am I is am I not in the in the mental place to start something that I'm gonna then oh be, begin to love and I'm like well, now I'm gonna have to binge forty episodes and that it's like taking acid like you <laughs> you have to give yourself the time to experience it so it's yeah. like I can't start this I have to start something smaller. So our shows then oh I'm sorry that is. I was going to say, that is the number one reason why I don't start new things. Um, sometimes I'm afraid to get into something because I'm already 40 episodes behind. Like, I, I will admit it. I have never watched an episode of The Mandalorian. And at this point, I'm so far behind, I don't know if I want to put the time in or if I should just jump in when the new episodes come out and just deal with the earlier episodes that I didn't see them. I want to watch it. But there's almost an intimidation because I'm so far behind, I'll never get caught up, you know. And also, when you're that far behind, you want to have a conversation with somebody about it. There's no one around to talk to because everybody else is already on. But the you new know they're going to want to talk to you. <laughs> you know they'll yeah. talk to you about it. They're Mandalorian fans. <laughs> they're going to talk about it. But there's still a little bit of intimidation, you know. Like I. When I jump, like when I jumped in on something and I was in on the ground floor, I love talking about it. You know, if I'm even if I'm like an episode or two late into a season and I haven't missed that much, loved it. But if do you fall behind and you fall off the pattern and you get a couple episodes behind everybody else, it's like okay, I don't really want to talk about it. Part I don't want, I don't want to hear something you know that I don't know yet, and part I don't want to. I don't want you to be like, oh, wow, you're so far behind, you know, and think like, oh, why just, you know, you, you don't want to have that, you don't want to have that conversation with yourself. Why aren't you up to speed with everybody else? Because there's like, so much crap you know, out So it's there. like sometimes that's, yeah, that's the other problem too. There's so much. Like, um, you know, I was, I'm a big fan of the Arrowverse series uh, on the CW, but I haven't seen an episode of anything this season. Yeah, same here. It just haven't, yeah, haven't been able to get 
get there. And the one show that was like appointment viewing for me was right. The Flash. And they moved it against something else I watch. And I haven't made the switch over to watch The Flash. I Somebody asked me what was going on this season. I couldn't tell them. I have no yep. clue. I haven't seen an episode Even though it's on Netflix yet. and you could probably go and just catch up there. It's a, the, CW... CW has a C, has their own oh. streamer for the current seasons of stuff. Like the stuff on Netflix is usually the current season doesn't make it to Netflix. And I, I've got on demand on my cable and I've got I've got access to the CW streamer and all that. I could make the effort to put it in, but because I was so used to it coming out Tuesdays at seven o'clock, now that it's Wednesdays at seven o'clock, it's like it doesn't fit into my universe anymore. It's the weirdest thing. It's a show I really like, but it's on against another show I really like, and I don't. Somehow, I it, it didn't make the final cut. So it, it, sometimes, sometimes I wish I would maybe have a little more of a schedule where it's like, okay, on Saturday mornings when I wake up, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I'll be a couple days behind, but at least I'm up to date week to week. Whereas you know. Saturday morning, I'm watching something else, or I'm doing something else, and it's—I almost feel like I to keep up with everything. I would—I would have to do a schedule like you talked about. Would you prefer series on streaming apps to be one, maybe two seasons tops, and then that's it, or do you want your Law and Orders thirty years later? Now that's an intimidating fucking thing to try to binge. I've got, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to binge seven years worth of Law and Order in a weekend. You don't need to. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. I understand. I've got twelve monitors TV. going, and and they all chung chung all at the same time. <laughs> I, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm literally imagining like a giant projector where you're watching forty episodes simultaneously. <laughs> And they all start at the same time, and you and you're just sort of like trying to spot different. You're trying to spot patterns, right? Just patterns of what happens through an episode, and you that that you could do a doctorate. Oh, sure, you could do a you dissertation could. on that. But um, would but you I mean, prefer I, I, short, shorter-lived series on streaming channels to free up some of that time and take some of the peak off of the peak TV, or do you want a good show, whether it's on Crunchyroll or? Hulu or Amazon Prime, because I'm two seasons behind on the boys already. I think like, they're about I, to drop season three or four of the boys, and I'm and I'm so far behind. I didn't even finish season two. Yeah, and I don't know that I'm going to go back and finish it, to be and, honest and with you, because there's just so yeah. much other... Like Mrs. Maisel, I've only seen the first season, and I don't care if I don't see the rest, because sure, that, that first season was great, but I, I, I want to move on to other things. I... I yeah. And that's just it. It's out of sight, out of mind, and in a bad way mm -hmm. because there is so much. You know, we make mental notes all the time. Oh, yeah, that actually looks good. I really want to see that. And then forget about it five seconds later. And then, you know, Larry, your wife says that she has a water cooler thing at work where she, she gets the episode of Star Trek and she goes and she talks about it. Below deck, the uh, the sailing right. show on Bravo. Right, right, right. But yeah, she has a couple. She has a couple friends at work, and they they all the different um, versions of Below Deck. 
because there's Which always is, another one. It's so they finish stupid. Up a season it, of it's so stupid. Oh, I thought you meant. No, 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 no. And I, I think that that's fine. I, I thought you meant Star Trek below yeah. decks. Yeah, I, I no, that's, thought, lower, that's decks. lower decks. Or lower that's decks. why I got confused. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Saying, She's got I a keep, Star Trek saying, group yeah. at work. <laughs> no. That's awesome. <laughs> but now it's like, oh my God, who's sleeping with who? Drunk style on this boat? <laughs> because I am addicted to those below deck shows. Thank you. Shout out to my friend Suzanne. Anyway, my sister in law loves them too. Oh my god, you're so stupid. So into those I, you know what? They're not no. horrible. I, I've seen worse uh, yeah. Kardashians, <laughs> but uh, that was a sh- that was shade. Right there, I so. would, <laughs> w- yeah. When when she's when she's watching them, I I don't mind. You know, I I'm told I'm not allowed to talk, <laughs> but otherwise I I don't mind watching them with her. Um, you know, because it's it's a little bit of quality time. But, but see. Uh, And I I don't mean to cut you off. You seem to have appointment TV. So what there used to be called appointment TV, where you would sit down Wednesday at 7 o'clock and try to watch something. Yes. I I still like the structure of knowing on this certain day and this certain time, if I want to watch it, if I want to watch it, that's when it's available and that's when I should sit down And, and watch it. I'm very old school with how and I cool. watch television. And then, George, you seem very, all right, what am I going to watch right now? And then you go through, and you're the channel flipper. So, yes. But all your channels now have 790,000 options for you to watch. Correct. <laughs> but the thing is, once I find a show that I really like, I will binge the hell out of it. I can, okay, so... I'm going to admit something that may not be, you know, an intelligent thing to admit on the internet, but here it comes. It's not as bad as admitting that you haven't seen The Mandalorian. Ooh, burn. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. That's hot. That's hot 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 news. That is hot. You know what? Not at all. Not at all. You know what? It is a show worth going to, but no, you know what? No shade. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, George. I, I have watched every episode of Naruto. And Naruto Shippuden. So just to clarify, Gesundheit. that is a that is an average of thirty episodes a season multiplied by twenty seasons oh, multiplied Jesus. by twenty nine minutes. So that's three hundred and twenty. I did the math. Three hundred and twenty eight oh. hours of anime. Oh, God, that's just Shippuden, not the original Naruto, which is only it's slightly smaller. So. <laughs> Once oh. I decide I want to watch something, I will binge the hell out of it. Um, and I, I, I will take the consequences regardless. I have lost sleep and woke it up and like realized, oh, I've only been asleep for 20 minutes and then gone to work for 16 hours, gone home and said, I'll watch just one episode before <laughs> I go to bed. All right. Um, Only to rinse and repeat that <laughs> incident from the previous night. Now, I don't know if anybody else is like that. Th- that is me with the Korean dramas, except the Korean dramas are all one season. And that season could be, if it's one hour episodes, it could be anywhere from like 20 to 30, maybe. And some are half hour episodes where you get even more. Or yeah, even more total episodes for that one 
that that whole show and then it's done. It's not going to come back. You're not going to get any more seasons. There are a handful of shows that have multiple seasons, but so far everything I've found is one season. So if it's already done and over with, I will sit down and I will binge the fuck out of that. And I will be up until two or three o'clock in the morning because I, I, this is the last one. I need to know what happens. I, I can't go to bed until I just finish this. But and then the part... next day, I'm fine in the next show. And I, you know, I have this watch list. But as I scroll through the watches, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> that I want to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Vicky, you've got like a list of things that you're like, yeah, I'm going to come back to that. And then no, I don't go back to those. I've, I've selected them. And now I'm looking for something else because now this other show I watched was so cool. I need to watch another period drama. But is there a piece of that that is a fear that you might accidentally drop it if you don't finish it right away? No, no. It's right. it's it's just this this story is so good. I have to know what happened because they end on like this cliffhangery thing of like, oh, what it is. Did he find out that this guy's like totally crooked? Are they gonna kill him? <gasps> you know. And sometimes it can be even worse. You know, that's like, I, I know uh, during the Naruto Shippuden run, I know exactly when the the Fukushima thing happened because I could tell by the episodes when like a natural disaster hit Japan and their production value dropped, like <laughs> because it had to. I totally get it. I'm not mad. I'm just like, okay, well, this is this is the story. And then all of a sudden you're doing like uh, 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 a lot of uh, flashbacks to specific characters that we're not particularly caring about. But you're talking about like 13 episodes of flashbacks with like a little bit of we're going to move the plot along and then more flashbacks because the original source material isn't being produced because it's it's coming out of a manga and becoming a TV show, but the manga is not being produced. But then how does that affect you watching more stuff? Because to I, me, then that you guys are negating peak TV by just focusing on one or two things and then doing that and watching 7 million hours of something, <laughs> something I can't pronounce. And then and then going back in and saying, okay, I need to find something else. Yes. Versus yeah. kind of what I do sometimes and try to watch multiple things at the same time because we can and all of it is on demand. So I could, if I wanted to stream, as we've talked about, Larry, below decks, which, and, and there's below deck, there's below deck, um, sailing yacht, you know, there it's a franchise, and you could get lost in it. Yes, below right. deck med. You oh, could get lost easily. in that, and 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 okay, great. It's mindless TV, and you get caught up in that drama. But then, oh shit, I gotta watch. Damn it, there's Picard. There's you know episode eight of season two of Picard, and then there's you know there's Kenobi about to come out, and and all this other sort of jazz. And then I get kind of backed up like I don't have enough hours in the day to do that. And I need to go breathe and engage with people. I don't need people. See. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, I, I feel mean, right now, but other, I don't need to leave my house to talk to people. Well, I could text uh, people uh, while I'm watching my TV shows. Uh, okay. 
But I do watch like a variety of stuff, obviously, because I review things every week that's not necessarily Korean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. She said not necessarily. Yeah, dude, come on. (laughs) Because you do watch Apple TV. You know what? You do watch dramas from South Korea, and then you watch South Korean dramas. And then after that, stop you watch. Stop it! Just stop <laughs> it! And 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 I. I, I had my crap. whole I know you, backlog I know. of stuff there. I know but, you do. You know, and and just I get into a show, and I need this story is really good, and I need to to see it. And then there's times where I'm like, I I am not awake enough, or just my eyes are not clear enough to read more subtitles today. So I'll look for something in English and. I'll find, you know, Adam Conover has a whole new series produced with the Obama's producing thing on Netflix that I love Adam Conover. I need to watch him. So there's that. And, you know, there's other stuff, but I get through these these moments where I'm just going to watch this one drama and be done with it. And I need to keep going. So is that how to combat peak TV or do we combat peak TV by sending a message and canceling? Here, there, and everywhere, combined with sharing our codes and or actually reducing our subscriptions to the eventual ad-supported versions, which Disney Plus apparently is also going to be doing. You know, do we do that to send a message to say, yo, we need better content, not just a shitload of it? Well, uh, they they know what shows are being streamed they gotta know so sharing your password with people isn't taking anything away from you know orange is the new black being streamed right now by however many million people have watched it it's about cutting out a different whatever service you never watch anything on and just being done with it, not sharing the Paramount Plus password with your brother because you both want to watch Picard. You know, if you just if you want to get rid of the the mediocre crap, the mediocrity, you need to cut back and stop giving them the viewing time, especially the ad supported ones, because now the advertisers are getting money off of you. And however many times they stream that particular ad, because, you know, they're counting that. Oh, yeah. So and I and I agree with that. I'm I mean, just trying to find a way to move past peak TV because right now it, there aren't enough hours in the day to consume everything that even we have just talked about in the last 51 minutes. Yeah. To be honest, there is not enough time. I mean I mean I would be honest with you, I the way I see the landscape right now, none of these streamers are going away. And they all need content and they all need some original content to encourage you to sign up. The, if, if I had to pick one streamer right now that I would think is in the most danger of going away, it's Netflix. Because Netflix isn't part of a, you know, of a media conglomerate like HBO Max and Discovery Plus and uh, Peacock and Paramount Plus. They all have movie studios and all this other stuff behind them that really para, uh, that Netflix doesn't have to help with their content. And it's that's the bottom line is they all want to fill that content 
and it's going to be there whether we watch it or we subscribe I or just, not. No, I disagree. So, I don't I, think Netflix is going to go away right away. No. I think things like uh, well, I don't, Peacock, I don't, yeah. Paramount Plus, they don't have enough original stuff yet, I don't think. Not that I've been watching much of any of it. Uh, I think those will be dead before Netflix. Netflix is going to last a while, even even though the the big brands are falling off, network Netflix is making more of its own stuff to try and get to keep the people because their prices are going up. Um, but I think that has a large, vast variety of things. Unlike, because if I got rid of Netflix, um, I, I don't watch enough stuff on HBO Max. I don't watch enough stuff on really anything other than Vicky. So I might as well just keep Vicky and get rid of everything else. But because I don't go to these services often enough to see what's there. And see, I think that's kind of my point is that these services aren't going anywhere. Especially the ones that are backed up by studios and everything else. They're going to find a a niche that they're going to be profitable and they're going to it's going to be somewhere for their content to go. And I see that the way I see that things unfolding is it's going to be as a consumer, we're going to decide what we want, what we don't want. And everybody's going to have their niche of programming. And eventually you'll see a merger here or a combination there. But for the most part, the, the amount of content that's going to stay where it's at, or it's going to get, it's going to be, be even it's going to continue to grow. I don't think the capacity for I don't it to think... keep going up. It's going to come down. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Because, because people are overloaded. There's just yeah. too much stuff. And people are going to get exhausted with it. And they're going to start canceling stuff. And there's going to be nobody to well, watch the 17 new movies that dropped last hour. And they're going to say, well, we just spent $40 million producing these 17 movies that nobody's watching. And that nobody even downloaded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be some of those, but to compare it to the movie business in and of itself, they have the same problem with the movie business. You know, we spent $10 million, we spent $50 million to make this movie, you know, to make Geely and nobody went to see it, you know, or we spent $10 million in 1975 to make the Rocky Horror Picture Show and nobody ever went to see it in the theater in its initial run. That's part of the business. And you, I think, I think there's still that's going to happen no matter what. They're going to put stuff out that people aren't going to watch right away, and it might take time for them to get to it, or it might come in and it might just blow away because nobody's interested. But I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to, they're going to slow down on the content they're making. The only thing we can hope for is that they keep making better content. You know, for every Grace and Frankie that they make, or for every mandalorian that they make you gotta watch out for the the mom and dad save the worlds Mm -hmm. of the universe you know that are just so horrible that no one should ever have said i think as as people cancel services the budgets are going to get smaller so that's where the amount of content is going to go down because they these studios won't have the budget to back the mom and dad save the world or the shitty movie on oh, from this your, thing from your, this week kind of a stuff. They're going to start taking from, it from back your, a bit. Yeah. From your lips to God's ears, 
that they never make another <laughs> mom and dad save the world. I mean, but it's that you know that it's that kind of thing where if you can't get the budget for it, it ain't gonna get made. And right now, everybody's on trying everything, but we're all starting to learn. I don't have time for all of this stuff, and we're gonna cut back, and they aren't gonna have as much money in the budget to make all of this 599 original shit. 499 of it we're not watching because it's crap. All right. I have one last question because we're coming up on an hour. Uh-huh. Follow me in my logic on this one. Back in the day, there used to be three networks, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Then in the late 80s, around 87 or so, Fox reared its head. So... Then we got four networks and there was always a PBS, right? So that's five basic networks from old school. If you had to choose five streaming services, which ones would you keep? Interesting question. Um, I think I would hold on to Netflix. There's still stuff on there I like to watch. Uh I would be paying for Amazon Prime anyway because I like the next day delivery right. on my packages. So that Word. one's not going anywhere. Uh, I like HBO Max. I like what they have, you know, because, you know, they have the new new Doctor Who. So that will keep me around HBO Max for a while. Um, the other two, <sighs> Paramount Plus, just for, just for Star Trek. And... Uh, I really couldn't give you a fifth one that would be on my absolute. I absolutely have a, have to have that fifth channel because I can live. I can live without Peacock, even though I can watch. You know, I can watch wrestling on Peacock if I'm in the mood. I can live without that. Um, I can live pretty much without all the other streamers out there. Maybe I would keep Pluto TV that one's if free. that went to a, a streaming only base. I know it's free and it's you know it's commercial based, it free want, and everything, but. Yeah, yeah, but that's the only other one I would even like put in that realm of I need to have this, and that's only because one, it's free, and two, the content that's on there. So, but yeah, I there's really only four four streamers that I would say would be I have to have these. George, I would say uh, Amazon Plus, and uh, Amazon. I would say. Um. Uh, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, uh, HBO Max, and Crunchyroll. Okay. Only because out of all of those, I consume Amazon and Crunchyroll the most. But there's a lot of stuff on Netflix that's only available on Netflix. And there's a lot of stuff on HBO, on on Disney that's only available on Disney. Hmm. That I really like. Okay. Patty. It would be Netflix, Vicky, HBO Max, Apple TV Plus. I can't think of a fifth one. Amazon Prime. Amazon could take away the Prime video and I wouldn't give a fuck. So I don't even want to count that one. You know what? Because and I even agree though with I pay for the packages, yeah. I would continue to pay for the packages if they took the the movie shit away cuz whatever. Half the movies I look through to fu- to want to watch, I have to rent, and the ones that are free are absolute garbage. 
So Amazon, mm -hmm. I could take it or leave it. But those four, Netflix, Vicky, HBO Max, and Apple TV Plus, because Apple TV Plus actually has the quality stuff that I've found. Everything I've watched on there, more or less. Dwight's picked some that I'm like, what is this? And the Jason Momoa thing is awful crap shit. Yeah. But aside from that, um, Apple TV Plus has some good stuff. As had, well as last year's Best well. Picture winner. yeah. And when that came out and I watched it, I all told y'all how you should be watching it. I know <laughs> you did anyway. So what about you? I I agree with you. I think out of all of those, keep my packages coming within an hour of me ordering them. Yeah. But but I could jettison actually Amazon Prime. And only because that is the one like for every Jack Reacher there is, or without remorse there is, or the Jack Ryan series or the Mrs. Maisel's of the world. That is the one I watched the least. I would keep Netflix because the sheer amount of content. I would keep Disney plus because of all the star Wars stuff, the Marvel stuff and the Disney stuff. Although I would amend it to do what it does internationally and include all of the Fox programming, the 20th Century Fox movies specifically. I'd keep Paramount Plus, HBO Max. That's four, right? I've lost count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Disney, you said Paramount. And HBO Max. HBO, that's four. Yep. And honestly, Peacock. Ah, and I say Peacock not because it's the greatest platform in the world, which it certainly is not. However, more and more, and I've said this since this podcast began, the windows to absorb programming from movie theaters has the shortest window ever. And we saw during the pandemic, things go day and date. With streaming and now because we're seeing paramount want to put out paramount product and disney put out disney product and all that i'm very much looking forward to top gun maverick where is that going to premiere when it streams paramount plus so there is going to be this further segmentation based on who is producing it to keep content within its own brand and as i think movie theaters are going away They've staved it off for now, but it's coming, whether the movie theater business likes it or not. I want to be able to have channels that are going to show not just high-level mediocrity, kind of like a Netflix, but I'm talking about the big budget stuff, like a Star Wars movie or The Batman or Top Gun Maverick. Or, hey, I could go to Peacock right now and watch the new Firestarter movie. And I'm digging that. So those would be my five. Not Hulu. I thought you liked Hulu. I do like Hulu. But, again, if, if I'm talking about the five that I had to take to a, des uh, a deserted island and have my Chinese food restaurant pop out of the sand because it would just do that... 
And so I could have food (laughs) and a very nice bathroom, by the way, with full plumbing because, uh, you know, digging a latrine ain't for bail. So, you know. I I I like I like your deserted island. But if I had shower, that's right. Sounds a lot like Florida is what is what I'm hearing. No, No, fuck no, no, not not Florida. Florida Florida can go fuck itself. No, that can go fuck itself. But that's but yes, what he was thinking when he said you're kind of correct. Yes, a a perfect tropical paradise. But if I could only have five streaming things, would I miss Hulu? Yes, I absolutely would because that's how I watch things like Abbott Elementary and grand crew and catch up on my nine one ones and, and catch up on all the other stuff that, that we watch regularly on broadcast TV, but I have always been, and I will always be more of a movie guy. Okay. Can I ask you guys Maybe. one quick question? You mentioned, you know, what you watch, what you guys are watching on broadcast. If you had to put a percentage, how much of your per- percent, of your watching habits are still broadcast TV versus like scripted broadcast TV, broadcast TV versus everything else you watch in general. I watch, um, maybe, maybe an hour of the local news or the, um, national news per day. And that's it. I have fucking dish network but I watch the local news for an hour, maybe two hours of it, and then I switch it off and go to the streaming services. I watch a little bit of local news. I watch a lot more of national news because I want to make sure the world doesn't blow up. As far as scripted TV shows go, I don't, I hardly ever, less than 1% of the time, watch a show when it originally airs on broadcast TV. I will more than likely on-demand it. So that being said, if you lump in on-demand viewing of broadcast TV and not original to a streaming channel, 15 20%. I do sometimes put Star Trek Next Generation from BBC America on while I work as background noise, but I'm not really watching it it's just my noise on the background Mm. as it's airing on bbc america that's not like i recorded it or on demanded it or anything yeah yeah see i'm i'm good for broadcast i'm good for like um the local news in the morning when i'm getting ready for work and i'm good for certain days wednesday nights i have something i watch um Monday nights, you know, we have some certain things that are scheduled because that's what night they're on. But yeah, if I was doing broadcast or even, yeah, broadcast versus streamer or broadcast and cable versus streamer, I'd probably say I'm closer to 70-30 broadcast and cable, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. I'm not as deep in the streaming as some people. Yeah, that's wild to me. The only time I've watched TV in the last 10 years was to watch Extreme Weather Warnings. Yep. <laughs> like like literally I'm just making sure that the radar doesn't say that a tornado is about to hit my house. Otherwise I go back to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's I think but I think that that's I think yeah. that that's fair. You know, everybody's yeah. got their their way to consume their content. I think that like 10 years ago people thought I was crazy for canceling cable. 
I'm like, I don't want a land we, phone. We still and think I you're crazy. Need cable. I want fast internet, and that's enough. I'll do everything else with. And the weird thing is, it's all these companies with internet. They kind of force you to get the cable TV with it, or they charge you out the ass. Even though you only want this one service, they make mm-hmm. you buy this bundle to save money. I'm like, well, how? I, I just I don't get it. I don't un- I don't want your cable TV. I just want my internet. Why do I have to pay twice as much for the internet if I because I'm not getting this other well, service? But, that, but that's you know? just at first, right? Eventually, the bundle is then more than just getting the internet. So I, I don't play their game. I have the fastest internet that AT and T could possibly provide, and I don't use their. I have. Uh, as my cell phone is AT and T, but I don't use their uh, 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 T. I don't use their cable. I don't. I don't have a landline. That's yeah. I I had I had someone. I had a I had a younger guy tell me that someone was on the um, the ground phone for me, <laughs> and I was like phone. the landline. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> What the hell just happened? <laughs> well, I, but I, I'm with Patty though because I we we had a serious conversation this past week of because we lived without cable for five years. We only got it back because having cable by its or having internet by itself was more expensive than having it bundled with some basic cable channels. And, you know, because they gave like an under $100 deal or something like that to get you back. And that was for two years. And then we were like, well, no, fuck it. We, we kind of like that. So any Uzi, I just, it does suck because I do want just fast as hell internet. I want a way to watch TV because there is some TV and Patty and I are going to get into some new shows, canceled shows, and all that other sort of stuff in another episode. But there's some stuff out there that I'm looking forward to, stuff that's returning that I'm really looking forward to, and I, I want to watch it, and I, I want to stream it. But more often than not, I would, like you, George, I would rather just have fast internet and a good connection to be able to pick and choose mm-hmm. what I want to watch. However, shit's got to get made somehow which means shit's got to get paid somehow. And that's where the rub comes in. Now, let me ask you this question real quick. Have you ever had the DVD package with your Netflix? Oh, God. Do you still have your DVD package with your Netflix? No. I I don't. No, I don't think I do. I vaguely remember... Switching to the streaming version. Streaming only, yeah. I think so, because there was the DVD only, streaming only, and then there was streaming and DVD, if I remember correctly. And and I was just like, well, why are we doing this? Why don't we just stream everything? I have an answer for you. <laughs> I'm grandfathered into the ancient streaming plus three DVDs at home package, <laughs> which is madness, really. I never use three at a time. Can you get I DVDs? Do, still? And I get the weird stuff that isn't available on streaming. Hmm. 
the weird stuff that I can't find okay. anywhere else. That's how I get it. But okay, then one last question before we go, because we're already we're already tipping the scales here at almost an hour and twenty minutes. With everything you watch, forty hours of TV a week, and you get DVDs, which it takes me three weeks to watch. (laughs) What? How do you earn a living? I work from home. I answer the phone when people have a problem with their broken ATM. I went to college so... for engineering. That's how I, I work from this house. This room is my office. I work out of this box. Yeah. I see. The same way I have all these 40 <laughs> hours plus to watch TV. I yeah. sit right here all day. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All right. Part of that is jealousy and part of that is, <laughs> huh? Okay. But all right. no, at least two of us still go to an office once in a while. Right, Bill? <laughs> Actually, no, fuck no. I sit here in this studio all day and I just do shit. <laughs> but any Uzi, yeah. this has been fun. This is this has been a royal blast. So, Larry and George, thank you so much. Please give another shout out for your show. Go ahead, George. I did it at the top of the show. Oh, all right. Um, uh, yeah. So watch us at the uh, f- uh, we're the Friday free for all. Watch us at the interwebradio.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Interweb Radio. Um, like us, share us, please. Thanks. <laughs> As Buffy said, once more. Right. Anyway. Oh, I love you, Doug. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. And and thank you for all of our listeners as well. Make sure you log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button. Let us know what you think of our discussion tonight. Have you reached peak TV? What would you get rid of? And honestly, how do you make the time in your week to consume what is already out there? Or is it just driving you nuts and you watch one thing? I really want to know. Engage with us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. And thank you so much for clicking on that subscribe button. We appreciate it. All right. That's mm-hmm. a wrap. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank Thank you you guys for joining us. We really appreciate it. Our pleasure. And we need to have you guys back soon to uh, do our show. Absolutely. You betcha. All right. right. Patty, thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.